0: ...getting too comfortable, helping themselves to the shortbread and settling in for the afternoon. She didn't expect he'd be able to tell her anything useful now. She turned to the girl. What happened? Where to begin? Five years ago, when he was a government security analyst, a man with a wife and sons, and a scheme for combating Somali piracy. Four years ago... When the pirates struck back by kidnapping his family. Six months ago, when he was a shattered wreck of a man, living like a recluse in the house where he was born, barely venturing out except when the white dog he'd taken in required it. Or nine hours ago, when he talked to his wife by video call on a computer in Cambridge. Hazel Best took a deep breath. And tried to put it into some kind of context. She knew, and was grateful, that Laura Fry was familiar with the background. That she didn't have to start by explaining everything that had happened to Gabriel Ash. Only what had just happened. He was following up old leads. People he'd talked to before Cathy and the boys disappeared. One of them pinged on his radar, so we followed him. To Cambridge. Gabriel was right. The man was involved, is involved. He wasn't just in touch with the pirates, he was working for them, sending them information on arms shipments. That's his business, arms exports. Laura looked at her in astonishment. You did call the police. Please tell me you called the police. I am the police, Hazel reminded her wryly. Except when I'm on leave, like now. And no, we didn't for the same reason Stephen Graves didn't. The pirates have a hostage. They'll kill her if we don't do exactly what they want. Laura was shaking her head. Casual acquaintances thought her a severe woman, with her narrow face and upswept hair and statement spectacles. None of that was for effect. But it wasn't all there was to her. She was a strong-minded woman. She was also, even beyond the demands of her profession, a caring one. It doesn't have to matter, she said slowly and precisely. Her sharp jaw came up, daring them to argue. It's a horrible thing to say, but in hostage situations it comes down to damage limitation. What's the best thing for the greatest number of people? You pay a ransom, and more people get kidnapped. You refuse, and one person dies, but that's probably the end of it. You cannot make it a worthwhile strategy for terrorists to kidnap people. It's one of those lines you have to hold, whatever the short-term cost. It's Kathy Ash. When you drop a bomb, it radiates force and matter and light. But most of all, it radiates sound. Imagine dropping a bomb that radiated silence. That was what Hazel Best had done. She dropped a bomb that blasted silence into all the corners of the shabby, shadowy room, under the table and chairs, behind the dresser, into the awkward gap beside the range, where Ash had squeezed a dog basket, although Patience had expressed a preference for the sofa the first time she entered the house. More than that, this silence seemed to bundle within it the impossibility of sound. For longer than a man can hold his breath... It seemed impossible that any of those present would find a way of breaking it, of returning sound to the world. Of all of them, perhaps Laura had been in this position most often before. Startled wordless by a development unpredictable even as the expression of a damaged mind, she recovered quicker than most people would have done, and she knew that what was important now was not that she said the right thing, but that she didn't say the wrong thing. She said carefully, by way both of clarifying and of inviting clarification. Gabriel thought he was talking to his wife? Ash looked up at her. It was Cathy. You saw her? You recognised her? He nodded fitfully. Laura bit her lip. Gabriel, is it possible that you saw what you wanted to see? If this woman was being held by the people who took your wife, it wouldn't need a great leap of imagination to think it was her. I've seen these video transmissions. They're not great quality, even if they're...